With your latest news, I'm Shanna Gallego. Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton announces all elected government and official members of parliament have signed a parliamentary code of conduct. Radio Cayman's April Cummings reports. A statement from the office of the Premier says the draft was circulated to all members of Parliament in March 2022, reviewed and signed, and is now with the Clerk of Parliament to be signed by members of the opposition. The Code for MPs sets out the standards to which all members agree to hold themselves, and in that context to guide members in the discharge of their obligations to the Parliament, their constituents, and the public at large. The Code outlines conduct expected of MPs while they hold office, and contains rules which MPs are expected to observe in the performance of their responsibilities, including, but not limited to, conduct during Parliament, receiving gifts, and official travel arrangements. The Premier says the Parliamentary Code of Conduct outlines the minimum ethical standards of behavior that Caymanians can expect from their MPs. He called it an important milestone in our democratic process, and is proud that all government members have demonstrated their commitment to the Code and to abiding by the Nolan Principles, central to the standards of public life. As for adopting the Code, the Premier Premier reiterated his position that the preferred approach is for all MPs to sign the code and thereafter it be tabled in Parliament by way of a motion to be voted on. He says leaders must hold themselves to the highest standards of ethics and accountability, calling it essential for good governance, strong institutions, and more importantly, for the stability and prosperity of the islands. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. The influx of migrants from Cuba continues as the Cayman Islands Customs and Border Control, CBC, confirms four different migrant vessels arriving over the holidays. CBC says on Friday, December 23rd at around 10 a.m., a vessel with 19 males and one female came ashore and came in Brack. Five male migrants chose to disembark and the vessel continued on, but then a few hours later, those remaining on board chose to disembark when the vessel arrived in Grand Cayman. That was just the beginning, CBC's Gary Wong. On Friday, we had uh, two vessels arriving within hours of each other. Uh, one in the vicinity of uh, East End and the other in the vicinity of Rum Point. Each vessel had eight souls on board and each vessel had six men and two female. Then on uh, Sunday, we had a vessel which came in in the Rum Point area also, that had 12 souls on board, 10 men and two women. CBC tells Radio Command the usual processes are being followed, and there is a special unit working on processing asylum applications already in the queue. Cayman isn't the only one dealing with the challenge. The Dry Tortugas National Park in the Florida Keys was temporarily shut down because of an influx of some 300 migrants arriving there over the past few days. The Cayman Islands Coast Guard assists in a medical emergency on New Year's Day. Cruise liner Morella Discovery 2 was about 150 nautical miles from Grand Cayman when it called asking for help to transport a patient to the closest emergency medical facility. A 65-year-old man on board needed urgent medical attention. The Cayman Islands Coast Guard Operations and Rescue Coordination Center successfully coordinated the response between the Cayman Islands Coast Guard patrol vessel Mark Luke and the cruise liner. The patient and his wife were safely transferred from the ship to the Royal Watler Terminal, where they were met by EMTs and taken to the Cayman Islands Hospital. 
The holidays were a busy time for police and not just the road safety campaign. On Friday, while on patrol, officers with the Firearm Response Unit spotted a wanted teen at a home in Prospect. The boy was wanted in connection with robberies on December 8th in Prospect and Georgetown. A 21-year-old Georgetown man was arrested along with the teen on suspicion of accessory after the fact of robbery for helping the boy evade arrest. The teen has been formally charged with robbery, possession of an imitation firearm, and two counts of attempting to obtain property by deception in relation to attempts made to access funds using an ATM card stolen during the incident. The Georgetown man was charged with accessory after the fact of robbery, as well as possession of ganja. Both remain in custody and were due to appear in court today. In a separate incident, just before 8 a.m. on Sunday, police and other emergency services were sent to a fight between two men at a West Bay home where both had been stabbed. Both men attended the hospital separately via private vehicles. They were treated for multiple knife wounds and other lacerations and subsequently discharged. The 24-year-old West Bay man and 32-year-old Georgetown man have been arrested on suspicion of wounding in relation to this incident. Also over the holiday weekend, just after midnight on Saturday, emergency services were sent to a bar on Bodentown Road to break up a brawl where there were suspects armed with machetes. RCIPS firearm response along with Bodentown police officers responded to the location where a man was located. He had sustained multiple wounds. The man was taken to the hospital by ambulance in critical condition. In other local news, five appearances are scheduled for the first meeting of the Central Planning Authority of 2023. Details now from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. One objector is listed for the first item of the day, an application for house additions to an existing property on Worting Drive in West Bay. The CPA will discuss the front setback variance as well as the objector's concerns. This will be followed by a pitch for an addition to a duplex in Savannah on Brookstone Close. No objections there, although the board wants to hear from the applicant with regards to the rare setback variance. At 11.30 a.m., the CPA will hear an application for a duplex, two two cabanas and a fence on Northwest Point Road in West Bay, facing no objections. The Department of Environment has flagged that the site is adjacent to a marine reserve. The department has directed the CPA to impose two conditions. Should it approve the project, all construction materials and debris shall be stockpiled landward of the existing seawall, and any sanding or breaking down of polystyrene as part of the construction process, measures shall be put in place to ensure that any shavings, foam waste or polystyrene debris is completely captured on site and does not impact the surrounding areas or pollute the adjacent marine protected area offshore. An application for a two-lot subdivision is next. This uncontested project would be located on Eastern Avenue in Georgetown. The discussion includes access with and modifications of the Brit K House parking layout. Finally, the board will hear a pitch for three storage containers on Bodentown Road in Breakers. The meeting, which starts at 10 a.m. tomorrow at the Government Administration Building is open to the public. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. You can find the full agenda online at planning.ky. And we'll leave you with this one. Chloe Powery Doxy, the Miss Cayman Islands Universe first runner-up, will represent the Cayman Islands at the 71st edition of the Miss Universe pageant in New Orleans on January 14th. Chloe left for New Orleans with uh, Deputy Chair Donna Bush. And the committee would like to wish Chloe all the best as she represents 
the Cayman Islands and New Orleans. Committee Chairperson Derry Dakers Lee tells Radio Cayman News there was a brief send-off at the airport for Ms. Powery Doxy on Monday. Ms. Powery Doxy is among 90 representatives from countries across the world for the annual pageant. Speaking on Radio Cayman's Talk Today show before her departure, Ms. Powery Doxy shared what she's looking forward to the most. Hmm. If I to give it some thought, I'm excited about who's going to win. Yeah. I want like I I wonder who it is. Like it could be any of us. Yeah. yeah. And that'd be a dream and I'm whoever wins, I'm I'm so proud to be with them in that experience and it's it's something I'll take with me forever or have with me, I should say. You can follow her journey by checking out the Miss Kim and Allen's Universe social media pages. That is your latest local news. I'm Shanda Gallego.